This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A curveball! It's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 136 of Brewers on Tap. Lane Grindle with you from Milwaukee, where the Brewers have been sitting around waiting after Monday's game 163 victory over the Chicago Cubs, a 3-1 victory that clinched the NL Central Division title. The Brewers coming all the way back at one point down five games in early September and they find themselves on top of the division by October 1st. The Brewers did it by winning eight in a row, seven in a row to finish out the regular season, forcing a game 163 with Chicago, and then going to Wrigley and winning the title in enemy territory. The Brewers celebrated with champagne, as one might expect, in the tight quarters of the Wrigley Field Clubhouse, and the Brewers then sat back and watched the Cubs and Rockies play at Wrigley on Tuesday night, in the wild card game, a game that went 13 innings and the Rockies eventually prevailing by a final score of 2-1. to one. So it's the Rockies and the Brewers in the NLDS starting on Thursday afternoon. That is a 4.07 Central Time start. Game 2 on Friday at Miller Park. That is a 3.15 Central Time start. An off day on Saturday. And then Game 3 will resume in Colorado between the Brewers and and the Rockies. It's exciting times here in Milwaukee, and here's what we have for you on episode number 136 of Brewers on Tap. We will let you listen in to the clubhouse. What did it sound like when the Brewers clinched the division title? They, of course, last Wednesday clinched a postseason berth, had a big champagne celebration, and for the second time in a week, they had another champagne celebration. And for the second time in a week, it was on one of their rivals' fields, and in one of their rivals' clubhouses. Doing it in St. Louis last Wednesday, doing it in Chicago on Monday. We're going to take you into the locker room in Chicago on Monday, let you listen to some of the guys after that big victory and during that big celebration. Plus, we're going to let you listen in on how this last week unfolded. A sweep of St. Louis, a sweep of the Tigers, and then that game 163 victory over the Cubs. Again, Brewers and Rockies, NLDS. Brewers back in the postseason for the first time since 2011 fifth postseason berth in franchise history and their second NL Central division title. Let's listen to how it sounded. 3-2 pitch coming. Here it is. Shaw lines one softly to left. The Brewers are going to have the lead. Yelich will score and it is 2-1 Milwaukee. Travis Shaw soft little line drive that fell in left field. Ready again. Here it is. Struck him out, swinging, and the Brewers are going to postseason. 
celebration for the crew out at the mound area. Everybody. Absolutely. What a way to end it. Jeremy Jeffries coming on to strike out. The final hitter for St. Louis. What a game here tonight. Brewers win it 2-1. to one. Here comes the bullpen crew. What a job they did. And the celebration goes on here, Lane, in St. Louis. And this is the way they wanted to finish it up. In St. Louis and winning here. 3-2. Fly ball, left center. Going back on it is Jones at the track. It's gone. Yelich has done it again for the 35th time. Miller Park is alive again. A one pitch. Line drive, deep right. Are you kidding? Another one for Yelich. 6-5 Milwaukee. Get that guy some hardware. comes on to strike out the side in the ninth. Whoa! What a bullpen! Final 6-5 Brewers. That's line. Deep right. Going back is Castellanos at the track. It's gone! Jesus Aguilar has gone deep. Number 35. 3-0 Brewers. 1-2 now. Line drive, left center, it's down a base hit. It's going to go all the way to the wall. One is in. Here comes Kane. He's going to score. A two-run double for Ryan Braun. Six-nothing Milwaukee. And the pitch. Shaw knocks one to right. Deep. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Travis Shaw. is 32nd of the year off the left-hander Matt Hall and he knocked it out of here. One and one on Yelich. Quintana deals. Line drive back up the middle base hit and the Brewers take a one nothing lead. Christian Yelich is two for two. And the Brewers faithful you can hear him at Wrigley. Here it is. Kane lines a base hit to center. Garcia's going to score. They'll hold Santana on a rocket to center by Lorenzo Cain. And the Brewers have the lead with nobody out. And the pitch. Swinging a drive in the right center of base hit. Santana's going to score. Cain to third. And Braun delivers. And it's 3-1 to crew. A rocket to right center by Ryan Braun against Brandon Kinsler. Hater ready again. Here it is. 
Swinging fly ball in the right center. Broxton is there. And they're the champions. They have done it. Celebrating at Wrigley Field. They are the champions. Oh, baby. What a way to wind it up. To celebrate in St. Louis and to celebrate here at Wrigley Field today against division rivals. Let's crunch the numbers in Sabermetrics 101. All right, as we jump into Sabermetrics 101, again, simple, straightforward, nothing crazy here. We're just going to look at the final numbers of Christian Yelich. Yelich, of course, most likely looks like he's going to win the NL MVP. I think it would be a surprise to most if he does not. A tremendous season for Christian Yelich. He wins the National League batting title. He finishes with a 326 average, an on-base percentage of 402, an OPS at an even 1,000, that led the National League. 36 home runs, 110 driven in. The 36 home runs finished behind Nolan Arenado, who won the home run title for the Colorado Rockies and in the National League. The 110 RBIs finished a game, or an RBI rather, behind Javi Baez for the RBI title in the National League. So very close to a triple crown for Christian Yelich. A tremendous season for Yelich. And boy, did he finish it in a flurry. In his last seven games, he went 9 for 21, four home runs, 14 RBIs in his last seven games. He drew 11 walks in that time. He had an on-base percentage of 625 over the course of those seven games. And an on-base percentage over his last 15 games of 576. And over his last 30 games of 519. Christian Yelich was a man amongst boys over the course of the last month of the season. He put this team on his back, and it was impressive what he was able to do. Let's take you into the clubhouse and let you listen into the guys uh, after an NL Central title. Player right now. I'm still early in my career. I feel like I'm an everyday player. And uh, in 2015, when I got the opportunity to hit against lefties, I did a pretty good job. It's different for everyone. Um, I think every every hitter has their own plan. But whatever your strong suit is, that should be your plan. Uh, but once I got up, I, it was a little bit of a mentality. It, was, uh, it wasn't pitching to my strengths. It was trying to pitch to the hitter's weaknesses. And that's where guys get caught up in uh, trying to do too much. Now for the Clubhouse Conversation. All right, thank you guys. We are down on the field. Craig Council and Christian Yelich embracing. What a moment this is. You penned a story just a, about a week ago about how special this ride has been and how special this rivalry is to win the division here at Wrigley. What does it feel like, Christian? Yeah, I mean, that's been our mindset, just one at a time, one at a time, and we found ourselves in another tough game and a tough place to play with 
Uh, one more to go. So we came in with that mindset and, you know, proud of the guys. We, you know, we were able to do it. You guys were down quite a few games coming into September. And, of course, everybody's talked about what you've done. But what about some of the other guys like Corey Knable stepping up and helping you guys overcome this deficit? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge team after all. We accomplished this goal because we were a team. And everybody contributed. And it's unbelievable, unbelievable feeling. And I'm so proud of those guys. You heard the MVP chance everywhere you went this month. But they might have been the loudest outside of Miller Park here at Wrigley today. Yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome. You know, Brewers fans really showed out and came to support us, and I'm glad we could pull that win off for them. Hey, go celebrate. Thank you. All right, thank you, Jeff and Yuke. Uh, I can't see out of my left eye because there's some champagne in it, but Corey Knable is with us, and w w what an um, unbelievable month for you. Uh, thank you, by the way, for the dousing I just got. Yes, but what, an, what, a, what an incredible month for you after some struggles. You come back in September, you're the NL Relief Pitcher of the Month, and you get a chance to contribute to this incredible, incredible run over this month. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I, words can't describe how it's how it's been feeling and the pop bottles. Second time in the last couple of days. I mean, what we did, what we did was very special. Winning eight in a row, and I mean, the team is we're all coming together. It's awesome. Corey, you can Jeff are upstairs, and I know they have questions for you as well. Right, nice. Neighbor, nice going. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations, Corey. And, and um, not only you, I mean the family, uh, to get a chance to watch you and uh, watch this club play. And we've been talking a moment ago about everything with this particular club. Corey has always been we. Uh, there's not too many eyes down there. It's always a we. And uh, it shows for those of us who are around you guys all the time that either work up here or work downstairs, whatever it may be, um, we get a chance to see it. Other people don't get a chance to see it the way we see it. But uh, I think that's one of the things that makes this club so special. And uh, you've, you've been a big part, as, uh, as Lane said a moment ago. Uh, you've been a battler, and, and it shows. You know, you it is. It's very special, and you get to see it. Levin gets to see it. Everybody comes in the clubhouse. We all get to see it. How much of a family we are, and everybody stays together. Um, I mean, it's it is. Milwaukee is one big family. I mean, from the media staff all the way down to video guys, uh, players, trainers, everybody. We're all together. It's all a big we. And I mean, that's one thing I've loved so much about. Growing up with the Brewers here for the fourth year and uh, watching what we've done, it's it's been incredible. Hey, Corey, congratulations, man. Uh, are you able Thanks. to move it all in that tight? Are you able to move it all in that clubhouse? <laughs> it's packed down there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of room in, in Chicago's clubhouse. <laughs> Is that cold? <laughs> it's, it's huge. So, I mean, there's, uh, we have so much room to just walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do your best Manny to destroy that place. Huh? Just poured champagne down Corey's back. <laughs> nice. That's it's okay. cold. It's so nice. That's okay. It's nice. It's refreshing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, Corey, nice going, and um, uh, we'll enjoy more. But uh, tonight, tonight's the night for you guys, man. That's great. Congratulations, baby. It is. Thank you, you. You got to get ready for Thursday and bigger picture. I got it. her. We got her. Thanks, you. We'll Thanks be with you. All right, buddy. Can't wait.
All right, thanks. Uh, Josh being accommodated right now, you're, you're grabbing a beer, which is something you do when you win a division championship. Uh, what was it like to be on the mound for those last two innings? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, you know, this team, this team, being on this team uh, all season, it's been, uh, it's been being fun to be a part of. Uh, these guys never quit, and, uh, you know, I felt like I had to get it done for the guys, um, you know, for all the hard work that they put in. Um, just had to get that out. It's going. Congratulations today. And um, as, you, as you work in these games, Josh, and work in a game like today with everything on the line, and um, you got the meat of the order coming up, and uh, you know what it's going to be like. Um, anything different that you do? Uh, I mean, is it just get after them and see you later? Yeah, um, I don't think it was anything different. Uh, really just trying to make sure I attacked the zone. Obviously, I got behind on uh, Baez, and, uh, you know, I had to come back, uh, regroup, and make sure that, uh, you know, I'm throwing the ball well and, uh, and throwing it in the zone. He's another guy. He's another guy. <laughs> Sounds like Lawrence Welch The owner up. just walked in, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, he did? No, he didn't walk in. Has he got that little scooter with him? He strolled in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm almost to Milwaukee. I took one of the buses by myself because I had to get back. <laughs> yes, we need your curfew. Uh, that curfew. <laughs> All right, Josh. Nice going, baby. Great job. Hey, thanks, you. Beautiful I'll year. See you soon. You got I'll her. Beer for you. you got it. Okay, baby. Checking in on the farm. Brewers Minor League Pitcher of the Year, Zach Brown, is our guest here on Brewers on Tab. Zach, first and foremost, congratulations. What a tremendous season. Thank you. Yeah, it's quite an honor to be here and uh, take in Miller Park for the first time. So it's uh, quite an environment, and uh, I'm looking forward to stay throughout the game and see it all full, you know. For a lot of guys, there, there comes a moment when a light kind of goes on. Did you have that moment this year or, or at some point in the offseason where you felt like it, it really clicked for you? I think after the first month, uh, getting used to seeing guys, the good hitters, three times through the order, um, just figuring out what's working that day and just using it to my advantage and uh, staying to my strengths throughout. What about your stuff? Take us through kind of what your stuff is, how it plays, and, and how you like to attack hitters. Uh, I got a four seam that it's got a little rise on it, or the rise effect. Not quite like Freddy's that everyone's used to, but it still has a little bit. Um, so I just if I pound that in the bottom of the zone, that's that's gonna work. Uh, sinkers work down, and then I got a curveball I can manipulate a little bit. It's kind of harder, so it kind of keeps the, the hitters guessing with the tight spin, and then a circle change that I'll use sparingly. You see Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta here at the major league level. Part of a pennant chase right now. Does that get your your wheels turning a little bit about what the next couple of years could be like for you? Yeah, it definitely does. And uh, Burns and I, we've been in touch quite a bit the past couple of weeks, just wondering when I'm coming up here and all that. And uh, it's just been a fun time to watch these guys perform and watch these young guys come in in a in a tight race. This organization in general, there's so many quality players, uh, not just at the major league level, but all the way down. And you played on one of the more talented minor league teams probably in baseball in the Biloxi Shuckers this year. What was that like in the clubhouse with so many guys that are so talented? And I, probably someday you're going to look back at that team and see a ton of big leaguers that were on that squad with you. Yeah, and I think from day one when we got in there and uh, Mikey brought us in and 
he told us we were a good team. It's just a matter of staying together and, and giving it all, our all, giving it our all every day. And I think uh, when we came to the field, we knew we were the best team in the league, and uh, we just had to go out and show it every night. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't come away with the championship. But I think guys knew that the type of talent we had in that clubhouse could could get us where we wanted to go. Is it fun too to see guys like I, I think of Trey Supak who had his struggles at the beginning in Double A, then. Like we talked about, the light went on, and all of a sudden he dominated for the last month and a half or so of the season. Is it fun to see your peers kind of have those same moments? Definitely, and I I lived with Trey, and we we talk about it like when he first got up, how he was kind of struggling. I said, dude, you'll be all right. I kind of struggled the first month. Uh, Just get through it. You'll figure it out, find a way. And by the time I got back from the ankle injury, he was was two ERA, three ERA, something where it was was, uh, minuscule compared to what it was when I left. So it, it was awesome to see being close to Trey and awesome to see him make advancements like that. One of the guys you probably worked with quite a bit behind the plate is Max McDowell, who got promoted uh, halfway through the season this year to AA. He doesn't show up on a lot of prospect lists, but everybody that I talk to just raves about his ability and his ability to call a game and, 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 and handle a pitcher, but of course how he handles the running game too. Yeah, Max is great behind the plate. Uh, like you said, you heard he's calling a great game and that's exactly what he does. He he might not throw the ball the hardest second base, but it gets there and it's right on the money nearly every time. So it, it's nice to have a guy back there that's going to not only be in it mentally but physically, and he's going to play to his skill set just like pitchers pitch to their skill set. He's going to do that beyond the plate for you. How much are you enjoying being at Miller Park? And not just being at Miller Park, but being here with three games to go and the Brewers with a chance to still win the NL Central and already having clinched a postseason berth. Yeah, I watched the game Wednesday in, in St. Louis on TV back at home, and I was just thinking when I get up here, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. So it's, it's been awesome just to, I mean, it's pretty empty now, but I, I can imagine a couple hours it's going to be pretty pretty loud. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it'll be plenty loud in here. I can promise you that. Yeah. Zach, we appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Here's what's on tap. Okay, here is what's coming up for the Brewers. It's the NLDS. It begins Thursday afternoon at Miller Park. That is a... 407 first pitch on Thursday. It is a 315 first pitch on Friday for games one and games two of the NLDS. And then the NLDS will resume on Sunday in Colorado against the Rockies at Coors Field. Uh, some just some small details to understand. Uh, tickets are sold out for the NLDS. Uh, parking lots, Miller Park parking lots gonna open at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, so please note the Brewers are urging fans to plan ahead when considering parking options for all postseason games at Miller Park. Uh, once the game is confirmed to be played, just to kind of keep in mind in the future, uh, fans may purchase advanced parking passes at the discounted rate at brewers.com slash postseason. Uh, so gate times at Miller Park uh, will be 145 uh, for game one of the NLDS. Fans are encouraged to get into their seats early. There will be ceremonial first pitches, of course the national anthem, there's going to be rally towels uh, that are going to be handed out as well upon entry courtesy of Pottawatomie Casino, so uh, fans are going to want to be a part of this. This is going to be exciting and we hope to see you out at the ballpark over the course of this weekend as the Brewers push to make a run at the World Series begins. This October push begins starting on Thursday afternoon. Okay, that is going to do it for us. It has been a blast. We'll be back with you next week to update you on everything that transpires in the NLDS, and hopefully we'll be getting you set up for an NLCS matchup. 
We'll talk soon. I'm Lane Grindle for Brewers on Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.